This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's a, it's, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com bone header it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a that's non-movement that's movement a, is anti-movement yeah. <laughs> one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's fitness more of a fitness yeah it's more of a fitness yeah. nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain thanks folks thanks squarespace Wilson Disimony. Okay. Stretching the definition of what music can be. 
Uh, Laura Hurwitz, what did you think? I actually thought that was like catchy. Like it's it's kind of <laughs> stuck in my head. Uh, that was actually written by somebody who does jazz medley slash remixes of people like Childish Gambino and Kanye, who I assume are two of your favorite rappers. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. No, that was really cool. I mean, just when you thought you had it, it mm-hmm. like eluded you. Right. That was. Not unlike jazz. Yeah. Just when you think you understand it. Yeah. It, it goes to a different place. And that person's SoundCloud, if you want to hear those remixes, is soundcloud.com slash willy, 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 willy. That's four willies in a row, back to back, W-I-L-L-Y. Smart. Easy to remember. Uh, Laura, Jake's mom. That's right. My mother's yeah. in the studio. So treat yeah. her with respect <laughs> and deference, please. What do you mean deference? I don't know. <laughs> She's the English I just said it for reference. (laughs) And reverence. Uh, Is this your third time on our show? I think it's third or fourth, perhaps. Might be fourth. fourth, Because I think she did it twice in New York and once here in LA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We recorded recorded at your house once. That's right. In that horrible little shed in the backyard. That's right. Smelled like mold and mildew. That was fun. That that shed is still there, and it still kind of smells like mold and mildew, right? Uh, yeah, worse, worse than maybe the day worse. Before. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You Only should, gone downhill. You should get that checked out. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I think we should get it raised. What does that mean? Leveled. <laughs> Leveled up. <laughs> raised another level. Oh, like the entire the the idea of the shed to be yeah. raised one level. Not yeah, we should all be living it. in the shed. <laughs> In a way, we are. Uh, Well, thank you for coming back on our show. Oh, God, thank you for having me. Um, I love it here. I don't want to leave. The studio, the show? show. She's talking about Uh, Los Angeles. Right. No, either one. Either one. But, I mean, L.A. in particular, that's actually what I was talking about. I don't want to (laughs) go. I mean, I really don't. I feel like I'm going to be, like, people are going to be dragging my legs and I'm going to be clutching. I wouldn't want to go home either if I was married to fucking dad. (laughs) What? If I was married to my dad, I wouldn't want to go home Oh, my God. He is the best. He is the best. You know that. <laughs> no, Jake just means it's weird to marry your own father. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine okay, if I, I was married to my dad? Yeah, yeah, that would be weird. I wouldn't want to go home to yeah. that either. No okay. fucking way. <laughs> I mean, that's illegal. Have you How always Have you always loved LA or is this just a recent love um, affair? You know what? It's kind of recent. Don't say the word I mean... affair in front of my mother. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to plant all these weird inception ideas, <laughs> seeds. So stop it. <laughs> Rescind the question. Have you always liked Los Angeles? Thank you. You know, (laughs) I think... Tread lightly. (laughs) I'm already treading pretty darn lightly. I I think I grew to like it over the past time that, like, Jake's been out here. Oh, really? Because we used to live in Palo Alto. Yeah. And I loved it up there, but I always thought L.A. was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, But I don't feel like that. Sorry about that. Continue. I don't feel like that anymore. I really, I mean, I just, I love it. I don't know. The energy here, it's really great. People are so friendly. It's crazy. Like you go anywhere, people say, you know, hi. My mom is the rudest person in Los Angeles. (laughs) And that's saying a lot. That really is saying a whole lot. Yeah, Yeah. most people don't say that about LA. Most people come to LA, it's like everyone's so like uh, apathetic and rude and disinterested. Oh my God. No. I mean, I went out this morning for a walk and 
people did not shut up. But <laughs> it was so sweet. Like this woman's telling me about her dog, and this I was telling Jake this guy was harassing me earlier because and you I loved, loved it. And I loved it, <laughs> no, but it was good. like actually sweet. He, I, I was walking down the street, and the sidewalk was narrow, and he saw me coming, and I turned around just to give him room, and then he was saying, you know, you don't need to leave, you can stay here. I mean, he really tried to engage me as uh, I tell me where that guy is. I'm gonna kick his ass. <laughs> You, you're very sweet. Does it does it ever get to the point where like uh, even uh, somebody sweet annoys you? Like when you said somebody walked up to me, talked to me about their dog. Um, like that would annoy me. Would did it, would it ever get to the point like after a few he, hours where you're just like leave me alone, or you're just like this is great. I love talking to strangers. I think I'm always this is great. I love yeah. talking to strangers. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that's from living in New Haven where people like avert their eyes. Um, nobody talks to anyone. Yeah. It's just um, not a friendly place. It's a town just... filled with people like me. Maybe we should switch places. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you came to New Haven, though, remember you saw a friend from California. Oh, yeah. And I just put my head down. And <laughs> yeah, I said, you Keep did. walking, you like... brother. <laughs> I don't need this right now. Uh, so you've been on the show before, so you understand that this is an advice podcast. Yes, sir, I do. So we do our best to answer these emails that come in from confused people all throughout the world. Uh, if you have your own question, it's uh, if I were you show at gmail.com. So we found a few questions today that hopefully you can help us answer. Uh, I tried to search for questions that maybe Jake and I wouldn't have the same level of wisdom as you because it comes from like a parental standpoint. But oh, then cool. you're the smartest lady in the world, mama. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> no one's smarter than my mama. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, okay. So um, she's a genius. <laughs> oh my god! Got it. <laughs> I love you, Mama. Oh, Jake. Uh, so a real scholar. Right here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Let me get to the uh, first question, which of uh, <laughs> she'll have the answer. <laughs> all right. Well, there's my no mama. right or wrong. It's just, just someone's opinion. And I do yeah. adore her. <laughs> Yep. Uh, so this email comes from a 24-year-old female who's happily married to her soulmate. Wow, she's she, young. That's right. Do you have a Do you have a name that we can refer to this person as? Um, let's call her Michelle. That's really nice. Michelle writes, "I'm a 24-year-old female, and I'm married to my soulmate." See, I wasn't lying. Congrats. <laughs> Everything is fantastic. We have our own house, stable careers, small business, nice cars, and dogs. We're perfectly satisfied with what we have. But here's the problem. For some reason, people are always asking if and when we are going to have kids. Literally everyone, friends, family, coworkers, even strangers. It's as if our lives won't be valid until we have children. Well, we aren't going to, ever. I have known my whole life that kids are not for me and my husband is on the same page. After people ask this base question, they always take it a step or two further. Some even go on to ask, why not? To which I could easily respond to a list of a thousand reasons why not to have kids. One, overpopulation. Two, free time, money, sleep, traveling the world, race car stuff, the emo phase, plus all the small things. <laughs> Expl- all the <laughs> small things. Uh, I blasted that song throughout my house for a long time. Second. That it's makes sense. True. It's true. Explaining why we don't want to have kids to people who just don't get it is bad enough. But then some people go on to tell me that I will change my mind or 
even worse, they try to convince me that I should try to have kids. One time, someone even tried to make me hold their baby in an attempt to give me baby fever. Ew. <laughs> no, thank you. So my question I is... I dropped it promptly. <laughs> not interested. So my question to you is this. What would be a good way to respond to people if and when we plan on having kids that will shut down any follow-up questions or comments they may have for me without straight up telling them to just mind their own goddamn business. P.S. Jake, what do you think of the new Blink-182 album? Is it even well, Blink without Tom? It's really funny that what? I sang uh, that? Tom Blink-182 song. Yeah, well, the subject line of this email is actually all the small things. Oh, really? Yeah. That cool. is so interesting. So do you want to answer that uh, uh, Blink-182 question first? It's not the same without Tom. Okay. Uh, cool. But you can still listen to Angels and Airwaves <laughs> and get all the Tom that you want. Uh, so, Laura... Do you sympathize or remember a time where this was the case with you? How long were you married before you had kids? Seven years, actually. So it was quite a while, but... Um, she was also we, married when she was 19. Yeah, I was married really, really Teenager. young. I was in college still, so um, we... You were like a sophomore in college. Was that normal, yeah. or were your parents like, what the no, hell are you doing? It, it was kind of not normal, but my parents were okay with it. They were. Um, they had this rule that we couldn't live with anyone until... Like, we couldn't live with a prospective spouse. They wanted all of their kids to be married. Oh, was it, is that a religious thing? Um, a sort of probably a little bit. And just kind of a prudish 1950s thing. Yes. It was so, strange. So did Sam propose because he wanted to live with you faster? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't know. We just He graduated from college and he was going to medical school. So we just kind of decided that it was a good time to get married it, Saved on college, like stay. I didn't have to pay for my dorm, you oh, know, wow. for room and board. You just li- lived with so him. I lived with him, and I would I commuted to school. Did your so. parents like your husband to be? Yeah, they really did. I think his parents Why? had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wrong. what did they see in him that I don't? <laughs> oh, he's so smart and all that. stuff. Stuff. I mean, they really, they really liked. Him Jake's a lot. taking Jake apart. Wolf, you're smarter than he is. <laughs> Jake's taking apart a Barbie right now. <laughs> Just the head. He's sort of ripping hair out of a Cabbage Patch doll. He's a disgruntled youth. Uh, so they were like, "This is great. Marry this guy." Yeah, they were. They were okay with it. They really were. I think um, Sam's parents had a bigger problem with me. Really? Because my mother's yeah, a shiksa. I'm a shiksa. <gasps> oh, and she, they wanted her, him to find That's right. Jewess. I'm part yeah. Christian. <laughs> and you uh, can call me Christian. <laughs> Christian part. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a problem, but um, I, I didn't convert. What, did even, they want you to? Um, they wanted me to convert, and I started conversion classes, but <gasps> then I, I'm not really religious, and it just seemed like so much work to go through... And I mean, you know, it just didn't seem like it it was worth my time. So the kids all were, I had them converted. Like they were mikvahed. We went through the whole process. I bathed with a rabbi. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty heavy duty because Sam's conservative. Is he still conservative? He doesn't yes. strike me as extremely um, religious. That hasn't been to temple had, since, a, since my bar mitzvah. He had a little bit of a, can, I don't even know if I should say this, but he had a little bit of a falling out with a rabbi. Really? Yeah. And he still watches services like Yom Kippur. He sits in front of his computer and he watches, I think, some temple in New York. He'll he'll watch it. Did you know that? No. It. He does. That's not religious. 
Well, uh, he, <laughs> Jake starts crying. He's actually upsetting me. <laughs> Everything else is kind of silly, but my God, yeah. attending an E temple. Yeah, he was. He's attending an E temple. Yeah, I think he just feels like that on Yom Kippur. Right, that's a big holiday for him. I mean, you know, it just like that's I the think, important the gravitas. One. Yeah, yeah. Like if he you only go that. once a year, it should be then. That's it. Because Passover, I mean, you know, we do the whole Haggadah. We do all that thing, yeah, yeah. but it's kind of more lighthearted. Right. As yeah. Passover is. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so when you were married for seven years without kids, did people ask you, hey, yeah. when, when is this happening? Yeah, they did. They did. And we really wanted kids. So that's, I mean, that's I always difference. said that, you know, soon. soon. Yeah. So that kind of got me out of a lot of things. That but seems like a decent answer for this girl. Just, just say, say soon. 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 I mean, she's 24. She's got a lot of time to say soon. Yeah. And then at 30, it's like, okay, I've decided not to have children. I, yeah, I guess then yeah. You, you've been lying to everybody. I think that it's time that she should, we should start taking it back. Just be like, I'm not going to have any. No apologies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to. And they say, why not? Because like, I don't want to. I don't want them. I don't want, I don't want, want the them. babies. A lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah. A lot of reasons. And then shut it down. But... Um, if she really wants to close people down from asking questions, though, she can say, oh, we can't have kids. Oh, and usually people are ashamed into not saying anything more. I wish we could. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah, actually pretty yeah. good because you just say, we can't, can't. have kids. We can't. And then it's like, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. Like, you don't want to press. Yeah. But like, really, like a medical it's like, no, reason. I can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't handle having kids. <laughs> we can't have kids. It Do would you... suck too much. <laughs> That's funny. That's a funny tweet. Oh, I just really? found out I can't have children. They would suck too much. <laughs> that, that is funny. Uh, I should bring I dust off the old Twitter. And... <laughs> uh, are you of the quote-unquote old-fashioned way of thinking where it's like, why don't you want to have kids? Isn't that the whole point? Or do you um, understand? I totally understand. And I don't know if things being the way they are now, I don't know how I would feel about having kids, quite honestly. Oh, really? Yeah. I think the world's like, you know. Oh, it's fucked. Messed. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you could go back in time, you would maybe have three of your six children. Um, I actually would. I would still have those six kids. Cause, I mean, I feel like they're Even like... Rachel? <laughs> Chick's a joke. <laughs> Easy does it. Uh, I, I feel like if you... Easy fucking does it, Blumenfeld. You're setting it's me up. goddamn flesh and blood you're talking about. <laughs> But you can talk I, about Liza like that, but not Rachel. <laughs> All right, Liza's a joke. All right. Oh <laughs> That's my god, actually you quite guys. enough. <laughs> what? But uh, I mean, I feel like I had six like really good contributing. I mean, they're they're really good people. I guess when you go into it, you don't know how your kids are going to turn out. So I don't know. I certainly didn't intentionally have six kids. I mean, yeah. that was just like you know, dumb luck. Yeah, dumb luck. Me and Hannah were actually the only on purpose babies. Yes, you, you have are. four tiny little mistakes after scampering about <laughs> the perfect two hither and thither. <laughs> Hannah, Jake, mistake uh, one through four. That's, those <laughs> mistake her wits. Two out of six ain't bad. <laughs> That was like LeBron in the finals, and nobody sort of gave him any guff. Uh, I think that's the best advice to say we can't. Yeah, yeah we can't. It's perfect. Yeah, I mean, it really does just kind of shut people down. They don't pry. Yeah. They're polite. And then it's funny. It's like imagine if someone's saying, we can't, and then you say, why not? Why not? <laughs> what gives? And you sort of poke and prod at the woman's womb. Is it you or him, sweetheart? <laughs> Let me take a look at his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right, cool. Here is another 
question from a guy. This question's from a man in Pittsburgh. <gasps> Do you have a Pittsburghian guy's name? Well, actually, see, I'm going with this election theme. So okay. I had Michelle, and now I want Bernie. Bernie? Yeah. All right. Or for feeling the burn. We're this feeling is, the burn. This is Bernie from Pittsburgh. Recently, I've realized that like REM, I am losing my religion. My parents are regular church-going Christians and have always brought me to church under the assumption that I too am Christian, like they raised me. I cannot stand to sit in church any longer, and I am tired of them signing me up for church-related events. How do I tell them about my lack of faith? I know it would disappoint them, and they might get angry. What should I do? Should I man up and go to church for the next two years until I go to college and can move out? Or should I tell them now? Thanks, guys. Love, Bernie. Wow, that's interesting. I think manning up would not be just going to church. Oh, I feel like that would be the opposite of manning of it. up. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, even should I that's... man up and just do whatever they tell me to do? <laughs> man up and be a sheep? Yeah. Um, sheep up. Yeah. And be a man. Yeah. <laughs> bah. <laughs> sheep up, men. I think that's a, I mean, that's a tough question. Um, Are you more or less religious than your parents were? Oh, way less. Way less. Like I am, um, I, I say I'm an, I'm an agnostic because I want to have, you know, like a little bit of an out in case God does prove himself or herself to, or oh, whatever yeah. to I, me. I, I didn't say I didn't believe. I just said I didn't know. I, I didn't know. He throws I'm, you into I'm hell. still questioning. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You should have been sure. <laughs> Later, Laura. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, brother. (laughs) Macho man God. Uh, So did you have to ever tell your parents, like, by the way, I'm not as religious as you? Um, I think they figured that out kind of somewhere along the line. I mean, I went through, like, church and confirmation, and I did all those things. And I I even taught Sunday school. You taught Sunday school? Yeah, isn't that weird? That's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, pretty intense. But my heart was never – and I always felt like I was sort of telling stories, and I was amusing kids by telling these far-out fiction folktales. Yeah, it's like Aesop's fables or something. Yeah. That's how real they felt to me. Um, Yeah. No, I always think – I mean, it doesn't – I think organized religion is just a tough sell if you're at all a person who thinks a lot, you know, tends to overthink things, and I do. Like too critical of a thinker to believe blindly. Yeah. To have faith in this whatever. Yeah, to have faith, period. But you have – it seems like you do have faith. Um, I have a lot less faith this year than I've had <laughs> at other points in you my life. You were this close to believing in God. Uh, yeah, or at least in like Before the November. human principle yeah. Maybe he could prove something. himself to you by uh, striking Donald Trump with lightning. It, that would and work. delivering us the president we all wanted, Mike Pence. <laughs> Mike oh, Pence, none the richer. I, yeah, I think God would have to strike down like – a whole line of people. Yeah, I like mean, 24 Pence, Ryan, people how far do you before, have to go down to get to, like, somebody I get to, I get. Well, I guess if, I bet if, uh, like, the top, even three people were struck by lightning and died, we would do some type of, like, real examining of the whole thing. Yeah, right? like, what's going on here? Like, I don't think the pro-president tempore steps up after <laughs> Trump and hard pass and from Ryan. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know what? I don't yeah. want the job. Like, three lightning strikes, and then everybody else is probably like, I'm not going to pass, pass, pass. 
And then they'll all be putting Hillary up there. Oh, that'd all right. be good. Okay, waiting oh, yeah. for Strike her, her God. <laughs> all right, now it's her turn. <laughs> it seems that uh, children are less religious from their parents. Or is it just a, uh, in your expertise, is it, I want to do the opposite? Like, um, do atheist parents create oh, you, faithful children? Right, well, we have little religious kids. Right. Or is it like, yeah. I'm going against what my parents think they don't know the real me? Or is it like, we're all becoming less and less... I'm wondering. I don't know. My brother. My brother is kind of more religious, I believe, than my parents were. Oh, really? More so. Yeah, than parents. I think so. Like he, um, I was raised Congregationalist. So, um, and he um, married a woman who was Episcopalian, and they. Um, I, he's like a deacon in the church. I mean, he takes am it. Am really I a Congregationalist? <laughs> I mean, like, half at least. <laughs> what kind of Christian am I, Mama? <laughs> that that would be the kind that you. I mean, that's what we. Are or wow. were they're kind of like Puritans, but modern day modern know. day Puritans. That's kind of it. It's a lot nicer than a like filthy pilgrims. Jew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never really hear about like. Can your parents be so religiously Christian that they would be disappointed in you marrying a Jewish person? Um, I don't I, really hear about that. I think my parents were super open minded, and that actually Congregationalists are like the first ones to be like open and affirming with like gay marriage and stuff like that. They're very got it, yeah. So it's a very like liberal form of Protestantism, yeah. So um, yeah, I think um, other parents might have been upset, like if I were raised like a strict Catholic or something, they'd be probably like, really like you cannot marry a Jewish person. That actually, yeah, that probably would have upset them. And I know, you know, Sam's family was definitely um, a lot more upset about the other know, way around. The other way around, because I know it's matrilineal. I know, there's a whole bunch of. And then, where do your children lie on the gamut? If it's like Christianity on one side, Jews on the other, are they all relatively clumped in the middle? I. F- Feel like it, Jake? You might. I don't know how what your feeling is about that, but um, I mean, do you feel like you're? You all got your bar and bat mitzvahs. I mean, do I feel like I'm religious? religious? Are you religious at all? I no. I'm a vehement. uh, I I I vehemently believe that God does not exist. He's not even. He doesn't even want the out. Yeah, he doesn't want the. (laughs) I'm good without the out. You're you're that certain? You'll risk hell and high water. That's the worst kind of water. <laughs> Hell and hard water. Well, maybe I shouldn't say I'm a vehement atheist because like, I feel like some atheists are like really want to push that on everybody too. And I, uh, I don't give a fuck at all. Really? That's awesome, dude. So like, but what about your siblings? Are they more like you? I, I mean, Eliza, this is an interesting thing. Eliza's always praying for things. Oh, but she's not really. This but is cr- she... Don't you do not, mother. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> she Eliza's does. not. Re- she says that as a joke. Nobody in the family is religious. I you think Liza, I do you think Liza's know. actually praying? I, I actually think she might be. I'm no, just Liza saying. just thinks it's stupid. Liza was a nun for Halloween, too. Do you think that makes her like... <laughs> I don't to- know. I sort of think it might a little. I think Let's she- get Liza on the horn. Let's fucking figure this out. No, of course not. She's not religious. No, no, nobody in the family is religious. I <laughs> no family of mine. I didn't mine. even know that... Uh, I, I'm honestly skeptical that my father attends an E-temple. An e I'm going to text him. I'm going to text him right now. We'll find out uh, after the break. Yeah, Actually, I think he has a really busy day today at work. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) So we better call him. (laughs) He might ignore the text. (laughs) Actually, I'll have a rabbi FaceTime him. Uh, So the question here specifically is how do I tell them about my lack of faith? I I think he should just tell them how he feels. I think he might be surprised. I mean, it depends on how dogmatic they are, but... 
I, I know if one of my kids came to me, like I wasn't upset at all to hear Jake say that he's a complete, you know, a vehement atheist. I mean, that I think everyone kind of has to <laughs> form an his or her opinion. Oh, you didn't know that about Jake's? I actually didn't. I thought that Jake was a little more like kind of spiritual or I am something. spiritual, but that means I believe in like uh, the beauty of the the universe and life uh, more than I don't believe that uh, that God did anything. I, I think the world's crazy and cool enough on its own without being like some uh, some somebody created it in six days. Like that's I don't think that's true. Yeah, it's probably closer to seven, right? <laughs> well, because if you count the rest, day, there's the rest. Day. Which you do, there's like if you're, if you're pumping iron, <laughs> you have to let your muscles grow. God. Don't blow your load on six full days without a single rest. Isn't it funny? Like, he created the world in six days, and on the seventh day, he rested. Then didn't he rest on the eighth day, too? <laughs> yeah, did he, he then didn't go back, go back to, to work? Crea- like, you created in six six days, and then you've been resting since then. <laughs> God. Do something with your time, bro. Like, what's the newest food, God? Did you create a new world? <laughs> if anything, so we've been funny. fucking losing animals. <laughs> How do you explain the dodo? What would you do if a smarmy little eight eight year old was asking you that in Sunday school? Yeah, yeah, that She'd I give would him be a spanking, stymied. which is which is yeah. what my mother was ultimately fired for. <laughs> she would spank Willie and Nilly, Willie, 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 and Nilly. Uh, so I, I'm sure Jake, you would just say, "Don't fucking do any of this stuff." Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're gonna stop. This is going to be a, ha- a hard conversation to have with your parents in two years, uh, so you might as well just, like, start it now. But you, at a certain, like, this kid is still before 18. Like, you still went to Hebrew school and stuff. You weren't, yep, like, after putting your foot down at a certain age. Cer- well, I guess the Hebrew school ended it when I was, like, 13, 12 or 13. 13, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I was doing anything I didn't want to do past, like, 16. <laughs> Matt, you confirm or deny? Yeah, that is totally true. It was hard to get him to go till that. There was one time he actually hid in the house. Um, he hid under <laughs> Planking his bed. under the table. <laughs> I, did. I, I see I, your I, feet. Did. I hid under the bed for, like, two hours it rather than go to Hebrew hours. school. This is true. It really would have been a lot more fun to go to Hebrew school. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, I'm so stubborn, I'll stay under a bed. Uh, there was another time that we were going to Hebrew school. My dad had a a two door, uh, like a coupe, <laughs> jumped <laughs> and, out of a moving car. And uh, well, my my sister Hannah and I, and Hannah got out, and I was like crawling in to get out, and she s- shut the door, like forgetting that I was in there, and the door shut on my head. <laughs> so I started like bawling and. Uh, <laughs> Like, I can't go, I can't go. <laughs> and this is like, there's like a loop to drop people off. So my dad was just like, fuck it. And he, we, he, dro- he was like, all right, fine. And he, he, we drove home and I'm like lying down, drinking chocolate milk, watching Aladdin. <laughs> it was like 15 minutes later. He's like, all right, you're better. You're going to go. You're just, you'll just be late. And, I, and it like really threw me. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> we already did this. I got out of it. I'm watching fucking Aladdin now. <laughs> we live two minutes away from the temple. I so easily could have gone back. <laughs> Classic. 
Did, did you ultimately go back? Uh, I believe I did have to go back. Yeah, I yeah. feel like Dad would not have let that rest. Yeah, yeah. how did you yeah. how did you send kids to Hebrew school if you didn't even believe this stuff yourself? If they're like, I don't want to go, you don't believe in it. Would you be like, yeah, you still have to go? Or you'd be like, yeah, I guess you're right, never mind. Um, I think I was pretty much, no, you have to go because that was something Sam and I kind of decided on. That oh, there was would, a conversation. Yeah, yeah, we said we we were going to have but everyone. But I don't think it was ever, it, at least, it never felt like you need to go and learn the religion. It was just yeah. like, this is your responsibility. You yeah. have to go. That's it. And it felt more like a cultural or secular thing. Like I felt like that was just being able to have um, a Jewish identity. Um, I just felt like that was really important. But now all of you say you're Christian and Jewish, which is like kind of interesting to me because I, 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 I was. I almost say that's like what, yeah, it is weird that I would still say that because I don't consider yeah. myself either. Yeah, because you're. Yeah, pretty much not anything. It's yeah. true. I don't know what you are. You're like a secular <laughs> humanist. I think that's what they call it. If you're just like I'm a- actually going to go back to being Puritan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already halfway there with a beard. Uh, all right, let's take a break, and we'll come back uh, with more questions for Laura and, I guess, us too. Mm-hmm. Aw. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of it yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm-hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, It can be easy to ignore your social battery and spread yourself thin, but that's not helping anybody. Right on. It is not. If you're feeling depressed or anxious about the state of the world or some sort of interpersonal relationship you're having with family, friends, loved ones, your job potentially. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. The best way to help yourself out of life's difficult situations is to talk to a professionally licensed therapist. And the best way to find a therapist is with BetterHelp. Exactly. Right. Finding a therapist used to be so difficult. You used to like have to ask a friend of a friend, drive to a waiting room, give it a shot, see how it goes. But with BetterHelp, right. you just fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist right away, and you can switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Perfect. And you know the whole thing's online too. Oh yeah. So you don't have to drive somewhere. You don't have to sit anywhere. 
you can just log on from your house. You can even text your therapist, which is very nice. That's cool. So find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Just visit BetterHelp.com segments today to get 10% off your first month. Therapists can be very expensive. With BetterHelp, they're affordable. And if you go to BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com segments, you'll even get an extra 10% off their already more affordable price uh, for your first month. You'll love to hear it. So treat your mental health seriously. Take advantage of this great offer. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash segments. Segments. Thank you, BetterHelp. And we've returned. Hola. Hey. Um, we touched upon this briefly at the beginning, but you're desperately trying to move to Los Angeles. Yeah, I Is am. that an actual thing or you want to be bi-coastal? Um, I guess for now I want to be bi-coastal because I still like Sam, despite what Jake is <laughs> saying over here. Everything but... I try to convince her to do. But um, I think eventually we want to end up here. I mean, I love this state. It's like the best. California is a great state. It is. There's no doubt in my mind. It It is. It's the best state. Sorry, uh, everyone, but yeah, it's just true. <laughs> but there's still there's still a lot of good other states. Like being the second best state is also pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say. What up, Vermont? You know, you're listening. <laughs> if you had to choose half a year to live here, would you do it when it's super cold in uh, Connecticut? Or oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like the thought of going back to 30 degree weather, 20 yeah. degree weather, I, it just so I, like I, a November to May thing in LA. Yeah, yeah, maybe October to the beginning of June. <laughs> oh, so I don't even want to be chilly. <laughs> I'd that, hate for me not to sweat ever. Uh, that's how I, f- I mean, I know that's crazy, but I love- No, that's how I feel. That's how you feel yeah, too? Yeah, I moved to New York and like every winter I dreaded it and I disliked it. Don't you f- sort of dread it like on a visceral level? Yeah, like, you like just it, it's feel painful like you to die. me. Yeah, yeah I really me grew too. out of the weather thing. Like it, I don't it care pains that me. much. Yeah. I'm like amused when it's really cold. Yeah, I hate it. <sighs> I hate it too. That's funny. Um, so hopefully, once you do move out here, you can be a permanent fixture on our show. Oh, that would be so much fun! And then eventually, we can phase out one of the um, other hosts. I don't know. We'll discuss. It. <laughs> It'll just be me and my mother, <laughs> mommy and me. But the podcast. I wonder if that is a podcast, mommy, and, mommy me. and me. I feel like it is probably. Did you ever go with Jake to mommy and me? Um. Yes, I did. I did. What and the then fuck we... is mommy and me? It was like a gymnastic. It was at uh, Little Rascals. Huh? <laughs> little Rascals Gym. I remember Little Rascals. And I would sit with you and you would do things and, you know, I would like like make you roll over and you know, it's like, I don't know, like training. This is when I was puppy. how old? You were um... 19? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember rolling over before I was 19. Did you see anything in Jake as a two-year-old that you still see now? Uh, yeah, actually a lot of stuff. He... You can like extrapolate. Um, yeah, I mean, he... Um, he had a rather short attention span. What? <laughs> Jake just left the room. He saw a Rubik's Cube out there. Ah, hey, square. <laughs> and um, he also used to go to, he used to pee frequently, which is something he still does. I still do that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Absolutely, I still do that. And he gets scared a little sometimes when things are, sorry, I have to, like, sometimes you get, like, you know, you, you, you can get freaked out a little bit. What do you, by what? I don't know, like, scary things, like, <laughs> suggestions, the things that are scary. Like the future? You, uh, you did recently tell me that you're afraid of ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, like that kind of thing. But not, like, I don't know. Not, Yeah. Sure. I'm afraid of ghosts. And on the on the contrary, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> Dan-na-na-na. Dan-na-na-na-na. 
Uh, all right. Do you want to answer a few more questions? Oh, yeah. That These ones fun. a little bit more in the realm of what we're used to. Some relationship advice. Uh, this one is from another lady. Uh, you want to stick with the theme? Uh, yeah, we'll call her Hillary. Chillery, Hillary Clinton writes. I haven't seen Hillary tweet much recently, actually. Really? Yeah. She did a delete your account one yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> she's still on it. She hasn't been that active on Instagram either since the uh, the day. The OGIG. Yeah, weird. Anyway, uh, I've sent a few things to you in the past, but I'm in yet another sticky situation and would love your input. About three months ago, I started dating a new guy. We're fairly solid, and I like him a great deal. About a month before we started dating, he hooked up with a work colleague at a conference out of town. Recently, that colleague has started... Uh, going through some serious personal and professional difficulties and has been calling and texting my boyfriend for moral support. I've heard a few of these calls, and they're not sexy, but they're intimate. He swears nothing romantic is happening, but it still makes me really uncomfortable. I am a naturally jealous person and have ruined things with past boyfriends because of my irrational jealousy. So I'm asking you guys, am I being irrational? Should I trust my new guy and ignore my nagging worries? What would you do? He's heading out on another work conference in a few months, and I'm totally dreading it. (gasps) Love, Hillary. Oh, it's kind of thematic. Yeah. (laughs) She's dreading something. Uh, She's a naturally jealous person. Is jealousy natural? I think to some people it is. Like, do animals get jealous? Are dogs yeah. jealous? They get jealous yeah. if another dog has a yeah. bigger bone. Oh, yeah, and they want the bone. Yeah. that's. But, I don't yeah, know if get... they covet the bone the same way. They covet the bone. <laughs> you think weeks later they're I like, oh, Rex the had bone. a really big bone yeah. last week. <laughs> now he's going on a bone conference and I'm dreading it. Uh, this seems like the most rational f- time to be jealous ever. Is the talking yeah. to somebody you hooked up jealousy, with. This is the crazy thing about jealousy to me is that it, it, not cra- it makes everybody crazy. It makes you feel crazy. It makes you like doubt all of your instincts because you're like, shit, am I just feeling like this because I'm jealous? I'm, I'm insane. Like yeah. maybe I shouldn't, like maybe I should be jealous. Maybe I shouldn't be jealous and I, whatever. But if you need a little coaching through your jealousy, if your boyfriend hooked up with somebody yeah. and then continued to talk to them and have intimate conversations with them, A-OK on the jealousy. Yeah. You're is it, good. Is That's it still fine. jealous if it's earned? Like if somebody cheated on you, are you jealous or then it becomes Suspicious. Angry? Right, right. Or you're <laughs> or I'm not rightfully, jealous. Rightfully you're a piece a, of shit. Yeah, yeah but like, but isn't absolutely. It, it isn't like not cheating. Isn't that a jealous? Like it, isn't the truest form of jealousy like someone actually cheating on you? And then it's like when someone's, oh, my boyfriend's talking to a girl, I'm jealous. If they hook up, are you still jealous? Jealous? No, then you're vindicated. <laughs> so you're jealous. Is jealous? Like, am I explaining this right? I'm kind of having a hard yeah, time. Yeah, no, you're you having totally... a heart attack. <laughs> like, if but, if but your jealous true. is correct, is it still jealous? No, it, it's well founded. It was it like you had jealousy? a suspicion, and <laughs> yeah. it, uh, it's confirmed. Right. That's like okay. That's, but is that, that, but is that I guess it's form of jealousy. jealousy? I don't think it's still jealousy. I because jealousy she... jealousy is some sort of like Conjecture. you shouldn't you shouldn't be feeling this right. Like you're not you're not. Uh, it's not earned, right? But is it, or is it, is it, is it jealous still? No, because it's been proven. So then you're not jealous anymore. Well, it, it's gone beyond jealousy. It's like, yeah, I was right. To well, that's have relationship this. jealousy, though. Because can't you like? I could be jealous if somebody else like 
wrote a really great script that was getting made by HBO. Right. And that's not like I'm suspecting anything. That's yeah. Just like, right. Oh, this is happening and it makes me jealous because I want that for me. Yeah, jealous is just but wanting something for yourself. But then like but when, isn't... when it's relationships, it's not because like he's talking to this girl and she's like, I'm jealous because you're doing that. And it's not like I want to be talking to this girl. I guess you're, you're saying I want your time and intimacy the same way. Right. And if they're hooking up, it's like I want that to be with me. Yeah. But then uh, that doesn't seem like jealousy. That seems like adultery. I think so, too. And also, I think what Jake, the script analogy, like that's envy, which (gasps) is like a different. What's the difference? Can I read the definition between envy and jealousy? Yeah, I feel like there's a difference between the two. So jealous is feeling or showing envy of someone and their achievements. And envy is a feeling of discontent or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions qualities or luck so envy appears to be the root emotion yeah jealous is just feeling envy yeah and and jealousy is a feeling that is not necessarily you know founded right look up boondoggle okay (laughs) (laughs) fuck (laughs) not a word awesome (laughs) actually it's a work or activity that's wasteful nice much like searching the definition of boondoggle was (laughs) Uh, yeah. All right. So you're saying this feeling of envy is fine. I'm saying rational. break up with yeah. this motherfucker. Uh, break up? I agree. Yeah. I break would break up, up with this guy. I, I would have broken well, up with him after he fucking cheated on me at a work conference. Well, she it didn't was cheat. Before it happened before. They were, yeah, before they were Oh, before? Out. Yeah. All yeah. Right. <laughs> that, that makes it a little bit better. But to continue the relationship, I don't know how she said to him, please... Stop this. I'm not comfortable with it. Um, uh, maybe she's afraid to. Because she's jealous in the past and she has a history yeah, of being Yeah, of being irrationally jealous. jealous and it's ruined right. other relationships. I think this okay. is irrational jealousy. I actually yeah. did. I I misheard it and I thought that he cheated on her. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, now I'm a little less incredulous. Okay. But I do still think that like there's no reason that it had to be this guy that the girl is like leaning on for like all this emotional support with whatever the fuck she's going through. Right. Like that's this is how really like affairs start right totally right I she's agree. she's staying emotionally relevant in his life yeah and yeah. then they're gonna go on a work conference yeah yeah uh-uh not good uh so but like what you can't tell him not to go on the work conference no you just no, be like hey no, good news i'm like... coming too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're both gonna be in the work conference <laughs> me as an innocent bystander yeah, that sounds like a tough An situation. An spy standard. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Very, very good. Thank you. Um, so, am I being irrational? No. Should I trust yeah. my new guy and ignore my nagging worries? Oh, no. Don't trust the new guy <laughs> and don't ignore those worries. They're, they're completely well-founded. But can't you, don't you have to trust the new guy? Like, what other options do you have? Um, I would just issue an ultimatum. That's a dangerous game too. I maybe so, but I to live with that kind of like worry and concern. Also, if she's like a jealous, it sounds like that's kind of part of her nature. Yeah, I I just think she needs someone who's not gonna. I mean, it's just like you don't I don't need to necessarily do ultimatum. You just need to have the discussion. You say, "I am feeling this yeah. way. I'm jealous," and uh, you know, you don't have to question its rationale or uh, validity. You just say, "I am feeling jealous. This is making me upset." What do you want to do about it? And if he's a good guy, then maybe he'll help and uh, you guys can talk and figure out how to alleviate your concerns. Yeah. And if he's like, uh, don't be jealous. I'm going on the work conference, <laughs> that, babe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then fuck him. 
He's at least, he sounds like he should be an understanding guy because he's spending hours on the phone with his coworker who's going through some kind of crisis. So yeah. if you're going through a similar crisis, you better spend some time with you too. Yeah. I don't I don't spend hours helping even my closest friends, let alone a girl I hooked up with 3 months ago. That's the thing. And also emotional dependence on another person. I mean, that's a really intimate relationship even if there isn't like It's sex emotional involved. cheating. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... Which is way the, better than the other kind of cheating, because yeah. you don't come during Exactly. It. Unless it's really good advice. <laughs> We've heard things from uh, people that received advice from our show. Mom, turn down the podcast. Uh, what would you do is the last question she asked. So you would issue an ultimatum? I, well, I guess I don't know his side of it, but I think she just has to just be completely clear with him about how she's feeling. I think that that's important. Jake, what would you do? I would probably say, this is making me feel upset. Let's talk. Stop talking to this dude. Yeah. Or yeah. would you say? I think, well, I would say like, uh, I, don't, I don't think I would issue that ultimatum, like stop talking to this. Uh, well, I, would be, I would be like, when you do this, it makes me feel like this. Now that you have that information, what do you want to do? <laughs> do you think any of this has to do with what the other person looks like? Like if she was, if you were with a lady friend and she was talking to somebody weird and gross, would you feel less threatened? Uh, yeah, way less threatened. Would you like even have this conversation with her? Probably not. <laughs> but like that's that you can't just discount that. Like oh well, so so it's only looks. Like yeah, that's why people hook up with people, right? Because they're attracted to them, and they yeah. must be attracted because so, they hooked up they on hooked the road. Up. Yeah, so I was I'm not. Say. Yeah, I'm not worried so about like oh, don't attracted. get emotionally close to anybody. That's a fucking crazy thing to say. So it's like you can just say don't get emotionally close to anybody who's that's also hot. hot. <laughs> Yeah, that's the recipe for a relationship. Let's say I care about this person and I'm attracted to them. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, that's the worst thing you can be as my boyfriend or girlfriend. But you know, he's attracted because he's slept. uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's like that's been established that he's sexually attracted to this other person. That's why the jealousy is so earned. And that absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's answer one more question. One last question. Yes. Do we have time? You also didn't say what you would do in that situation. I would probably bring it up, but not in an ultimatum type way. Wow. So I'd be like, you know, it's kind of weird that you still talk to that guy in sort of a joking way where I'm like not coming off as a jealous, angry guy, but like kind of my way of like dealing with most actual confrontation is make a joke about it. Oh man, that would drive me crazy as as her girlfriend. (laughs) I think it's kind of fucked up that you talk to that guy, sort of laughing about it. Yeah, I don't know. You guys are both a lot more oblique than I mean. I think I would just say, "Hey, you know what? That really, I really feel jealous and very upset when you do." I would be like, just like so direct, and I want you to stop doing it. Yeah, that's probably the right way to do it. But I can't imagine sitting someone down and like having a very serious being like, "It really makes me upset that you do this." Oh God, that's all I can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're both wrong. (laughs) Only me more so, and you not at all. Uh, All right. Uh, An 18-year-old collegiate lady is writing the last question. Oh, God. Who can I... Maybe Nancy for Nancy Pelosi? That's very nice. You really didn't want to say Melania, huh? (laughs) Our first lady to be. Is she the first uh, non-American-born first lady? I heard... Or I read something that there was one other one. Somebody married a a non-American. Oh, was. uh, was it... W? Was it George Bush? George, no. Or no, was it somebody? Non-American first lady. Oh, okay, no, that was Laura Bush. Forget that. Yeah, no, yeah, she yeah. wasn't. She's no, it was someone, American. there was someone else. Yeah, like, 
this president married a daughter of an immigrant or was an immigrant, and then she moved it to the White House. Uh, I'll just make one up and say... Willard uh, Fillmore. <laughs> Priscilla <laughs> Fillmore. My go-to made-up president. Oh, here we go. John Quincy Adams' wife, oh. Louisa Catherine Johnson Adams, uh, was the only first lady born outside of the U.S. Interesting. Where was she born? Louisa Adams was born in London. Wow. Oh, that really hard to Yeah, counts. yeah. I was, yeah, I because back then, so like, London Adams was like the yeah, second president, yeah. right? Uh, this was... Uh, oh, John Quincy Adams, so the sixth yeah. president. Uh, anyway. Everyone's uh, from fucking London then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Martha Washington wasn't from America. There wasn't America yet. I'm really kind of pissed off about that definition. Anyway, uh, what's this lady's name? Nancy. Right. Nancy. Pelosi. Nancy, yeah. uh, I recently just started my freshman year of college, and it's going great. Within the first week, I met this guy who lives in the dorm above me, and I immediately liked him. We started dating a month later, and it's been amazing. He's funny and cute and sweet, and we even do that annoying couple thing where we finish each other's sentences. <laughs> I'm alone. Here's my issue. Even though we fool around like six to seven times a week, he hasn't made me come yet. You almost edited it for my mother. Didn't I almost said yeah. orgasm. Uh, he hasn't made me come yet. Now I don't. Say I it again. I'm okay. He, now I didn't think much of it at first because I've never actually been with anyone before, like not even a little bit. And I figured it was just nervous because we've been dating for a month and a half and nada. I've started faking it mainly because I'm kind of embarrassed. It takes me so long, and honest, if I'm honest, it kind of turns me on. Uh, to help, fake it? I guess. Interesting. Uh, do I tell him I've been faking it this whole time and shatter his libido? Do I keep faking it and just hope that the big old alley-oop eventually happens? Uh, I really, really like this guy, and I see a future between us, but I can't keep going up to his place and coming back to mine and masturbate to kink porn. I can't believe you chose this question for me. <laughs> yeah, this is actually why I did it. <laughs> oh, I don't want to make everyone in this more room very uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> Let's turn the temperature up. I don't want to break up with him, but I'm starting to really get sexually frustrated. Also, should I... Jesus Christ, Jake. How dare you? Why don't you read this question? No. Also, should I be going down on him more? Wow. I've only actually... Gall. I've only actually given him a head once, and he goes down on me all the time. Does that make me an inconsiderate lover? I don't mind giving him head, and I actually kind of like it, but every time I try, I chicken out. Any tips? Why aren't we having sex yet? And honestly, I don't even want to, and I can't imagine... I can't even... And if you can't even get me off during foreplay, please help. What would you do if you were me? As always, love the show. Sincerely, Nancy. All right. A lot of, lot of stuff to unpack And there. we're out of time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a big one. That was. Why don't we focus on the big question, which was, if I've been faking an orgasm with a guy for months, do I... I ever tell him I chose the question because I wanted to know how women deal with an inadequate lover <laughs> my, my mother has been with a subpar man since 19 <laughs> 92 uh, all right so <clears throat> what are we thinking you is know? papa a good lover <laughs> how dare you ask oh my god <laughs> okay um I'll get back to this question, shall I? Let me redirect. And um, I don't think there's Both any... of you guys are touching your hair so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I am. I'm, I'm actually My blushing. soul is trying to crawl out this of my This is body. a really fun experiment for me. <laughs> so scary for me. Uh, I would say I wouldn't tell him. 
I I, I like agree. the idea of keep faking it until it happens. Hopefully, I I'm completely on the same page. Hopefully, one day the, the flip switches and it's like maybe one day when you're old, be like, you know, I didn't really have an orgasm for the first two months, but then yay. Did something great and it happened. That's right. And you don't even even need to tell the truth ever. You yeah. can just like not say anything. One of those lie forever moments. I yeah. think that there is it's probably worthwhile to or it's not worthwhile to say, I've been faking it. What are you gonna do to correct this? But I do think that you shouldn't just continue faking it hoping that he gets lucky one of these times. You've got to start coaching because she's saying like she goes back to her room to masturbate so she knows how to get off yeah she's gotta be a little more verbal with him and i think you could always do that in the form of like positive reinforcement like when he's doing something that you know will eventually get you off you say don't stop keep doing that yeah uh and that'll be that i think i think that's the way to do it also they haven't had sex yet that's true uh so it's it'll be interesting to see if she gets off uh, on insertion rather than stimulation, uh, that's a total possibility. And mom, how is dad as a <laughs> God? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really don't want to you know. know. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I was thinking you would absolutely yeah. not want to know. You can get back at Jake by actually answering these questions. Yeah, yeah uh, you, I think easy I could. does it. I think I easy totally eight. Could. <laughs> I'm calling the shots. <laughs> but I, I think she can probably like do things almost you know non-verbally. Um, that would be helpful to her and helpful to him. I don't think she needs All right, Ma, to. You're actually making me sick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it might be this two no, yeah, that's, a, that's valid. That's valid. Yeah, yeah, I think that that goes a long way. Uh, uh, <laughs> do we need to answer this question of should I be going down on him more? If she said she likes it, then do it more. I'm sure, like, I don't think he, it's not like he doesn't like it. Yeah, it's not like he's objecting. He's, yeah, there is a something in the ether or like some unspoken rule about like, you know, if I do it, then you have to do it too. As if it's like, that's the even playing field. Like, and a lot of girls think that like guys do it so that they do it to like, that is that like a level tip of for tat favorite. kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. Cause it's both, it's the same thing, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely like, uh, it's a, it's a social contract, yeah. but I don't think that it's not like one that you can really formally, uh, breach. It's yeah. more like a hope everyone understands the implicit rule. Yeah, I think it's even even probably less than like holding the door for somebody and having them say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> on like, the on the grand scheme of social norms, uh, an even playing field of oral sex goes before uh, you know what? It's holding probably, door open and I, saying thank you. I think it's probably more along the lines of like waving somebody to turn, and they like usually give the wave, but if they don't, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. <laughs> if we're ranking every uh, polite manner, well, <laughs> which we are, I'm I'm just thinking though, like she seems to be worried that she's selfish and that she's like not being honest. Like she has all these worries that are, are actually probably a little bit legitimate uh-huh. or something. So I, I don't know. I know she sounds like she really likes the guy. I mean, <gasps> I think again, maybe it's time for. Our, like a conversation, not about. I think we can let the sex part of it go, but I just wonder if there's like something that's where I don't know. They're not feeling like equivalent or on a par. I don't know. It's also she's eighteen doing this stuff for the yeah. first time. Yeah, After that's a month true. Of like hooking up with somebody, I think everybody's like having fun exploring everybody's bodies, and it's like fun and sexy. But it's you know you haven't like learned people's tricks yet. Yeah, that's that usually true. happens Good after point. a couple more months and uh, yeah. and some like candid conversations and stuff 
which I think that you grow into. There's no, my advice wouldn't be like, have this conversation now. Just do your thing. Keep yeah. It, keep it up. Just keep it up and just, yeah. Sex is like tennis. You're not going to be good after six weeks. Like, well, I was actually pretty naturally gifted at tennis. Uh, <laughs> I was a phenom in some regards. <laughs> and the opposite at sex. <laughs> sex and tennis are inversely proportional. The better uh, you are at tennis. Andy Roddick can't get off. <laughs> at love. Uh, cool. The uh, end? Yeah. Anything more to say? Yeah, I can't. I feel like I'm being too hard on a lot of these people by like making them have conversations and being like way too earnest. So, that's is good. A beautiful thing. Conversing's good, but I think honesty y- is important. Honesty is, but like, yeah, I gotta lighten up. So I say, 18 year old, just keep moving forward, doing yeah. your thing, doing your thing. It's all gonna happen, and it'll be great. Do you know what age all of your children lost their virginities? Jesus um, Christ, dude! What? How open I- are you with your children about this sexual? I, I, you thing. know, do the, the triplets tell you? Yeah, I know when they, yeah, I know when they did, and I know when Hannah did. I don't know you, and I don't know Mike. That, I never like pried into that makes what sense. was going. <laughs> I mean, you guys never shared it, and I didn't pry with the girl. I mean, I just kind of knew. Yeah. Well, we're not having this conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jake, do yeah. you know when I lost my virginity? No. <laughs> when you, everybody in your family did? Uh, just Micah. <laughs> There we go. Boys will be boys. Uh, Cool. All right. Thank you for being on our show again. Oh, this was so much fun. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful. I hope that I will be local next time. Oh, that'd be great. Next time we record in your new home in Los Angeles, probably. Mother, tell everybody the name of your podcast. We're actually out of time, but thank you so much for listening to our show, If I Were You, for more episodes of our show. Yeah, what is your your podcast? It's called The Easy Chair podcast and what is it what's the and it's short stories and also once a month we have a special little episode called should have swiped left and it's with hannah jake's older sister who is still single and she does a lot of dating that's just what she does interesting so jake and hannah discuss hannah's dating life and usually dating debacles that's pretty fun yeah it is pretty fun it really is jake has really like good and sensitive and thoughtful advice that's right he really does. Surprisingly. Huh. No, Crazy, right? You wouldn't no. know by listening to this show, yeah, but I guess he I, turns it like... on for yours. Uh, so the but Easy Chair. The Easy uh, Chair, and it's on really- On HeadGum Network. That's yeah, right. on HeadGum, and it's awesome. It really is. And I have a lot of guest writers and stuff, so yeah, it's interesting. Cool. So, so if you want more Laura Hurwitz, check out the Easy Chair. Uh, and we'll be back next week with more questions. If you have your own, send it on down to show at gmail.com. Uh, theme songs. We need more theme songs. The opening one was written by Willie, 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 Willie. And this closing one was written by Chris Stare. Ooh. Awesome name. <laughs> He's named after the coolest thing. Stairs. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll be back in a single week. So talk to you guys. See you then. next year. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, this is actually the first episode of uh, 2017. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year indeed. Gotta be better than 2016. <laughs> Starting now. Could be worse. So you got some problems and you're hoping to solve them. Well, today's the day that you do. If I were you, stars now. That was a headgum podcast.